live from the Business Radio X studio inside the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're tired of the big bank experience, the the mega banks who really don't want to talk to you live, they want a computer to talk to you. If you are at one of those banks, you know what I'm talking about. If you're tired of that kind of experience, Renaissance, I think, has found a magic combination between being big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but they're small enough to to deliver their services in a personal way. I found that myself, and I think you will too. If you'll go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. And guess what? They answer the phone. Imagine that. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Richard Blount. Richard is with Four Winds Marketing Agency. Richard, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, great to have you here. Let's talk about you and your firm. How are you serving folks out there? Uh, we are a full-service online marketing agency providing websites, SEO, uh, social media, all that fun stuff for promoting businesses. We mainly focus on home service into um, companies mm-hmm. and just help grow. That's our favorite thing to do. And let's def- for those that don't know, I'm sure most people do, but let's define home services specifically. That covers anything from uh, roofing to landscaping. So mm-hmm. HVAC, electrical, plumbing, carpentry, all that kind of stuff. Just about anybody that pulls up in with a truck in front of a home and is go, go, going inside or outside to work, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Got it. Let, let's talk about a little bit about your backstory and what your journey has been and how you got into marketing. That's a pretty loaded question. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely not a straight line. I've been drawing since I was uh, five. And then, but my mom said that I should be an artist when I grew up, but I wanted to be rich. I didn't want to be a poor, starving artist. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up heading more toward, got a job at Disney, working in finance, worked my way up in that area. But I was the only one on a team of 70 people that had Happy Meal toys all over his cubicle, <laughs> had, had posters up. And if a report needed to look pretty, give it to Richard. He, he That's what he does. And so I was involved in uh, a lot of creative things throughout my entire life. And then finally left Disney and in my early thirties mm-hmm. and uh, got on with an ad agency down uh, just outside of Orlando and worked my way up art director and then moved around a little bit, ended up in a place with a paper there. They had an internal agency and uh, where we were servicing all their clients doing print, online, digital websites, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were rocking it. It was a lot of fun. And I won awards and got recognized. And But newspaper industry started to take a dive, and uh, I was doing a lot of freelance. And then just got a vision for starting the company in 2015 and launched it January 1st, 2016. That's terrific. Uh, Now, you're 
unusual in a good way because not many people have a successful run in the finance side of business and then make this shift over to marketing. So what it what does that say about you and your talents? And I guess what is that background in finance? How does that help you with your clients today? Oh, yeah, I found that to be very helpful, especially when it comes to doing SEO work and and just running a business in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Because I'm used to spreadsheets, I can look at numbers. And yeah, I loved math as a kid. I did well in math and science and art. Those were my go-to places. And so I just worked in that that realm. For me, it was just natural just to do the finance thing and it's all tracking and and all that. And so it transfers over very well, especially trying to run your own business because you got to switch hats a lot. Sure. And so being able to stay profitable with your own business and then with SEO, it's very much math-based and creative-based. You've got to have both mindsets Mm. in order to try to work the the algorithms that, that, that Google uses and just to track your numbers, your conversion rates, your impressions, I could get into a lot of technical stuff right there, but sure. it, it really helps. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And algorithms come out of math. Yeah. And Google is full of data people. Yeah. Yeah. And you start to see patterns. And so we could do a lot of testing as far as, so it's a wonderful mix between the psychology of people who are searching the internet mm. and the math that Google is using to try to serve up the correct information that people are searching for. And so just, um, we do a B testing on different things. So just changing the color of something, the image, the layout a little bit can have a big impact on that. So I think just being able to go back and study the numbers and look at how things are working and looking at the trends mm. really helps a lot. And it's a lot more interesting than finance. Finance was okay, but it was there was a reason why I had posters up and I started a newsletter within the company. Really? Yeah. And because I would write, I would do illustrations for it and stuff like that. And because I was always about, always all about fostering a team and bringing people together. That was my thing that I enjoyed doing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I can see how when there are probably a few people down the hall or around the corner or what have you, when they needed a little more fun in their day, they came to see you, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if they didn't, I would stop by and see them. <laughs> That's right. The holdouts you would go find. I love I it. I, I love it. Richard Blount is with us, folks. He is the CEO of his own firm, Four Winds Marketing. So you decided to form your own firm along the way. And why the focus on home services for you? A couple of reasons. The first house I built was built in 1940. So it needed work. I was horrible at doing the work myself. So I was constantly reaching out to electricians, plumbers, and roofers because the things I would try to do myself, I failed miserably. And mm, I, I identify with that. Yeah. <laughs> I really grew to respect what they do. Right. And I really appreciated honest home service providers because there are a lot of ones out there that don't put out good work, Mm. but there are ones that do a good work and Mm -hmm. I respect them. And then actually the second house I built was in, I bought was built in the forties 
My third house was built in the 50s. And then when we moved up here to Atlanta, this house was built in 1970. <laughs> and uh, my wife was like, this is an old house. I'm like, what? It's new to me. This is fantastic. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so, <laughs> it's 30 years newer than the ones I'm usually used to, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, we've I've always dealt with you know, window people, garage people, roofers. And so I watch their marketing. I watch, I look at their websites. I look at what they're doing to reach out to people. And mm -hmm. it's all stuff I can identify with. And I, again, I respect it. And yeah. as I, in the agencies that I worked in, they cater to everybody uh, from termite people to security people, from dentists to lawyers, you name it. We did a website or advertising forum. And so when I started the company, that was my, um, I just kept the same mindset. But it naturally just worked out that around 20 to 40% of my clients ended up being in the home service industry. Mm -hmm. Anyway, either contractor, contractors or HVAC people, stuff like that. And, and those are the ones I had the most success with mm. as uh, building out their websites, their online marketing, doing their, their SEO and even social media, things like that. They're a lot of fun. And, uh, I like working with people who do a good job because I like to do a good job for them. And so that's, uh, we're starting to, you know, zero in on that and focus on that industry specifically. And, uh, instead of trying to cater to everyone, I'm going to just go ahead and focus on the industries I respect and with the ones that I have the best track record with so I can show them what we can do. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. You said something there that I'm curious about, and I would imagine a lot of home services people are too. Those contractors out there that they are honest and there's a lot of them out there that, that yeah. they're, they are, they're honest. They do great work. They tell clients things that cost them money sometimes because they're honest. How do you communicate that in your marketing effectively? Oh, about, about, the, about them being honest uh, and being, because everybody says they're honest and trustworthy. Right. And that's almost a cliche in some of this marketing that home services folks do the ones that really though have that philosophy of way of doing business. How do they communicate that effectively in their marketing? Well, a lot of it shows in the uh, quality of the marketing itself. Mm. When it's a, a subtle thing to see uh, graphics and messaging that come across from a professional standpoint versus somebody who's not in, in the industry. There are really cliche kind of things that people will say, but then there's the more, I don't know how to say it, just there, there's a, an essence in doing the marketing itself, just in the graphic work, in the messaging, and the, even the colors that are used. Mm. There's a lot of things that play subconsciously into the viewer's mind when they're looking at something, either if it's a website, there are so many times people will try to put up a, a very simple website that doesn't offer a lot of functionality. And it's just a postcard on the screen. It's basically all it is. Mm. Whereas with a professional site, what we try to do is go, all right, look, let's cater 
to the end user and give them an option to do an online booking, to do an instant chat and to engage with you quickly where, and we can set it up so that you get texts or the, the, um, the company gets texts so they can engage immediately with the viewer. So, so like through the, the chat feature you mentioned through the chat. Oh, feature. wow. Okay. So it'll go straight from the tr- chat to a text to the owner. Oh, wow. So okay. that, that way the owner gets a text going, Hey, you've got a chat going on mm-hmm. with your website and they can respond immediately. Oh, that's great. And it keeps somebody from going on to the next person. So as opposed to just having something on the website that says, Hey, I'm legit. Go check it out as opposed to something that shows up on a website that's got um, a history to it and has functionality to it where people will actually stay on the page. Because if somebody's on there for a second and a half, which is a lot of times average, it doesn't sound like... (laughs) Okay, let's just stop right there. A second and a half, that's the average. Yeah. Really? One to two seconds is when somebody will be on a page. And it doesn't sound like a whole lot of time, but... You can get a gist of something. We get a gist instantly because of visuals. Uh-huh. And so <clears throat> by adding the functionality and doing providing more content, getting them to stay on there for four to five seconds to a minute, then you, at that point, you've got them engaged. They're either texting or booking an uh, online appointment or something like that. Mm-hmm. So at that point, they're invested. Sure. And mm-hmm. they've spent a minute on your website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge. Wow. This is fascinating to me, and I'm sure a lot of business owners out there are just shaking their heads at this, right? But I, uh, that makes sense. Someone, if the average time on a website is one to two seconds, people are, they want an instant impression. Right. And that's where the quality of the graphics, the art, the colors, everything you mentioned, that's where that comes into play. Exactly. Okay. All that comes in because there's a psychology to all of that. Sure. Because there's one or two things that people are looking for immediately. Mm. They're looking for what you do, Mm -hmm. where you're at, Mm -hmm. and how to contact you. Mm -hmm. And because they know they're not going to get a price off of your website. Mm. They need to like engage with you and they want to do it. Like 80% of people want to do it through a text. And if you have that feature on your website, where they can chat and turn that right into a text, then you've got them. Yeah. Yeah. You can schedule an appointment, a phone call. And from there, your sales team, you know, takes it on. Well, and that feature among others, I'm sure you could talk about really reveals professionalism. And that's really what you're talking about when you're talking about features that show that you, that illustrate your trustworthiness. Exactly. That that when you have a feature like that, as opposed to the last three websites that they check that don't, you instantly differentiate yourself. Yeah. Through the website you want, there's a lot of professionalism that goes into that. You want somebody to put that together who has a history of doing that. Mm-hmm. And so there's just a lot of background work and a lot of stuff that comes in there. It's the whole thing where I think everybody's heard the story where there's a, a boiler that's not working in somebody's basement mm-hmm. and they call somebody, they come in, they can't figure out how to fix it. They call somebody else. They can't fix it either. They call a third person. He walks in, takes a look around, waits a second. He takes out, he pulls out a hammer, hits it on the side and then 
boom, it's running fine. Mm-hmm. He says, all right, that'll be a thousand dollars. Like, how's that a thousand dollars? You were only there for a minute. Anybody could have hit that with a hammer. Yeah. But did you know where to hit it? Yeah. So that's what we're dealing with a lot mm-hmm. of times. It's hard to explain how I know where to hit the hammer where, but that's how it works. In in since I've been doing this since I think I started doing graphic design in the eighties mm-hmm. and then built my first website in 1995. And I've been watching how SEO works ever since that, just analyzing how it all works. Mm. So I've got at this point, 25 plus years doing this. And so much of it has become almost instinct. And yeah. somebody asked me one time years ago, where do you get your inspiration? And I said, I, I get it from everywhere. Every magazine, every billboard, every television ad, every radio ad, every email I get and a website I visit, there's so much I soak in from that. And there are, I used to keep files of all this kind of stuff. Really? An inspiration file so that when I needed to create something, because mm-hmm. we used to work with so many different types of businesses, then I would just go to my inspiration file and just start going through that and then find, yeah, and this is what inspired me to go in that direction or the other direction, something like that. How often does a home services company need to refresh their look, whether it's their logo, website, what have you? I ask that question because a a lot of them, um, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is my perception. They get to a point where they've got a pretty good call, a pretty good business. They've got established calling patterns based on their reviews and referrals and all that kind of thing. Right. And they let the website slide and they, maybe the logos a little dated or what have you. So how often should that refresh occur? From what I've seen in the industry, every four to five years, Mm -hmm. I would go in and refresh because styles are constantly changing and people can, can tell when a website looks 10 years old Mm -hmm. or older there's functionality, there's graphics, mm. there's messaging, there's layouts, there's yeah. all these different things. And then the website itself is actually getting faster. Mm. So different hosting providers are speeding up or the software that they run helps speed things up. And so the websites need to stay up with that as well. So there's a lot of backend stuff. It's like a car. You've got to constantly take it in and get it tuned up or and fixed up or whatever on a regular basis. But I would say you know, what I've seen every four to five years, you may have to go in and retool the website. I'm not saying that you need to replace it. If a company has been in business, I would say five to 10 years or more, they definitely don't want to replace their website because their website already has a lot of history with Google. And if you create a new website, then you're breaking all those old links and creating new ones. And Mm. Google looks at it as though you're starting fresh. Mm -hmm. So uh, in those cases, there's retooling that can be done to a website to make it more modern and all that without breaking all those links and all that history with Google. But with um, a company that is, say a company is like five years old or, or whatever, or even if they are 10 years old, but they're not doing the kind of business that they want to be doing. Mm-hmm. If they're, they haven't broken, say, two hundred or $500,000 a year yet, or they're in that range, 
then at that point, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll look at how their Google ranking is and a lot of research can be done. And if we need to, it's a, you're fine to go ahead and build a new website and start from scratch and and get that going. A lot of times it depends on the age of the company and how, how busy they are, how many clients that they have going and, and all that kind of stuff. And then even if they do, there's still social media and Google ads and things like that can be done to help boost uh, that kind of stuff. But as far as their logo goes, that can always be updated. Shoot, Google has changed their logo. I lost track of how many times. It's gotten mm-hmm. well over 2,000 times since they, they launched in 95, 96. Yeah. And AT&T, although they changed theirs, they modify it a little bit here and there. So there's, as far as changing the logo, people will have this idea that it's taboo to change it. I'm like, no, you can always refresh it and bring it up to more current standards. And there's techniques and way to do it that it makes sense. And same with messaging, colors, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And actually it can be a good way to relaunch your company. Mm. So if you've been around for say five or 10 years and you're at a point where it's just like you and two other guys, maybe got two trucks or three trucks or whatever, and you have aspirations of 10 trucks, then going through a rebranding can be a really good thing because mm-hmm. it's a relaunch and it's a great way to foster up new press releases and do grand openings and all that kind of stuff. So there's just a lot of things that can be done. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. SEO search engine optimization. Yeah. Now this is where you were talking about how it can be a mystery around what the right color is and all that. Now we're really getting the mysteries, right? Yeah. <laughs> SEO. And I, I think the average home services entrepreneur, they know they need to be found right uh, on web search, but they don't know all the, the what goes into that, right? And it, it's hard to judge effectiveness, right? So what advice do you give them on that? Oh, that's a SEO is a big one. Yeah. Because uh, I've seen it change from uh, the beginning and Google constantly updates its algorithm mm-hmm. and, and they, they fine tune it and they will even work to uh, hone it in on specific industries. Mm-hmm. They've done updates that really hit the um, financial industry earlier this year. And, but if the SEO is done, then a website can survive and, update by Google because there's, there's white hat, black hat, gray hat methodologies. And white hat is, I just think about, think of it like in the old Westerns, Mm -hmm. the guy with the white hat did everything the way it was supposed to be done. Mm -hmm. The guy with the black hat, he was always the outlaw. Mm -hmm. And sooner or later, the outlaw got caught thrown in jail. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I would see happen. Or worse. Oh yeah. 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 And Google provides Google Analytics. It's a free tool that anybody can create an account with and then hook that up to their website and it will show them the uh, amount of traffic, the amount of uh, where it's coming from and how they're showing up. And then there's another one that Google has called Google Search Console and that will show people the impressions, how many people clicked on it, what pages they clicked on and all that kind of stuff. 
So those are free. Google offers that for everybody. Mm-hmm. And for all our clients, what we do is we hook into their account or create an account for them because a lot of people don't even want to mess with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we will set that up and we run reports to show them. And the reports can be quite daunting. There's a lot of information in there. Right. But there's key areas that we look at. Impressions. I won't get into all the technical stuff, but that will show us the results. But with SEO, there are actually three aspects of it. There's the technical SEO, which has to do with the the technical part of the website, running fast, the, the layout, and, and things like that. That's all the technical stuff, the meta tags and meta description, all the things that Google looks at. Then there's the on-page SEO, mm-hmm. which are all the things that are done to build out the website mm. so that it is more effective and will capture or or um, capture not the right word, but will attract more keywords. Right. And then there's off-page SEO, and that's to deal with other areas on the web that point back to your website. Wow. A good reason to have a uh, authority here, folks. <laughs> Richard Blount, Four Winds Marketing. Wow, that's pretty, that gets deep fast. It does get deep fast. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it short and sweet. Yeah, yeah. But what here's what I'm hearing out of this is that you've got a background in finance. It's not just the numbers and you learn in finance that just because you can measure it doesn't mean it's important. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, and you bring that background to it, right? You can help uh, business owners know what's important and in that daunting report and uh, winnow it down to something that's simple and easy to understand. Exactly. I try to give them that. And then I will look at the secondary stuff that is a little bit in the minutia, yeah. but I know it can have an underlying effect and help me increase um, their search engine results. Yeah, terrific. I want to get to success stories here, Richard, as we come to a close. You've been at this for a while, worked with a lot of different home services professionals. Give us a success story or two to help illustrate the great work you do. We, did, we were working with uh, one electrician company and within three years, we got them to a point where I remember my numbers because there's there's a quite a few. Their paid traffic increased four hundred and seventy percent. Their organic traffic increased eight hundred and ten percent. And what the difference between paid and organic is basically the ads that we were being run for them increased how many people were coming to their website as and then working with the SEO alongside of that increased it over 800% in the course of three years. As a result, they increased from about, I think they had five or six people working at the time. Now they've got over 16 people working and the owner no longer has to work out in the field. Mm-hmm. He's no longer in a truck actually working the jobs. He's overseeing everybody at that point. Wow. And then that's a great place to be. Yeah. 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 It's either that or there was a one HVAC supplier that we worked with and yeah, we increased their traffic over 600%. Their monthly visitors rose 714% mm-hmm. in the course of four years. Mm. Their visibility grew to a point where we had an increase of their keywords uh, by 875%. So keywords are when you type in something in Google to look for something, 
that is a keyword. And mm-hmm. the more keywords that you capture, the more visibility you have. And they grew to a point where they were able to sell their company to a national company. And so the owner was able to sell it for a big bucks and retire. And uh, Wow, lots of value there. Yeah. So I, I, that, those are the things I like working towards. Yeah, wow. That's fantastic. Richard Blount, folks, with Four Winds Marketing. Richard, that's that's a great way to end this. And I, I want to get to the most important question uh, that people have, I'm sure, right at this point, which is how they can get in touch with you. Through our website. That's our best bet. Of course. Yeah, that's uh, Four Winds marketing.us okay or united states or and we spell out four wins f-o-u-r-w-i-n-d-s marketing.us terrific richard blount with four wins marketing richard such great work and we're excited to be able to highlight you and share your story and uh, keep up that great work we appreciate you thanks john i appreciated being here enjoyed uh, talking to you it was an honor yeah thank you so much i appreciate that Hey, folks, just a quick reminder, if you are having some search problems in your business, being your back office, (laughs) and what I mean are uh, getting to the bottom of that administrative task pile you need to get done, or maybe uh, you're having problem finding all those receipts, and you, when it comes to tax time, your bookkeeping is a mess, here's an answer for you that will help restore the joy to your business that you used to have that you don't have anymore because of all these problems. Office Angels, they have a whole team of angels that fly in and get that work done for you so you can focus on what's most important in your business, which is working with your clients and your employees, right? Let them take those issues off your plate and give them a call. Just describe what your problem is and let them know we sent you. Describe what your problem is, and I think they'll be able to help you. 678-528-0500 is the number officeangels.us is the website. If you're shy and want to learn more a little bit about them before you call, but I just encourage you to be in touch. They do great work. And I know that myself because they do work for me and my business and I couldn't work without them. And folks, just a uh, quick reminder. If you're listening to this show here at the end of November, 2023, I've got a book coming out It's called The Generosity Mindset Method for Business Success, Raise Your Confidence, Your Value, and Your Prices. If you're listening to the show later in December or in 2024, the book's out. So go check it out if you're a small firm or solo professional services provider. This might be a book that you have an interest in that might be helpful to you in your business. Go to thegenerositymindset.com to learn more where to find the book. Also, I want to thank you, our listener. You have supported us significantly in just very heartening ways over this last uh, seven and a half years. As we have passed show number 700, you continue to like us on social media. You share the show. Please keep doing that. If you've heard something here that makes you think, hey, I know I've got a home services buddy that needs some help with this marketing Maybe you need to share the show with that person and they need to know about what Richard's up to. But this is true for any of our shows. So if, when you hear something that makes you think, hey, this would be a good uh, person for someone else to know, please continue to do that. That's how we get the word out on the great work that business leaders like Richard and the some 1,100 others we've had on this show, the great work that they do. And it helps us fulfill our mission to be the voice of business in the North Fulton region. 
So for my guest, Richard Blount, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.